It's me. We're heading to Flavor Town. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Solid start. I know. Uh, <laughs> Stupid. So dumb. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to episode two of Geek Vomit. I'm Seth Jackson. I'm Marcus Hooper. And I'm Ryan Ford. And thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I was actually the only person during the podcast that said, and I quote, my parents do not give a flippin' fart about me. Uh, and they actually, they actually, or about the podcast, not about me, and they, and they actually watched it. I don't know if yours did or if They yours... watched it? That's, that's impressive. <laughs> Is that a thing? The future. Um, huh? no, but they, no, they actually listened to it, and, uh, I was, I was working, and my dad sent me a text, and he was like, uh, we need to talk, and I was like, oh, crap, what did I do? <laughs> and he called me, and he goes, so we don't care about you. And I was like, that's not what I meant. That's not what I was trying to say. Wait, he just said that? He was like, so we don't yeah. care about you. You're <laughs> like, like, I've been waiting for this call. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you. Uh, but yeah, so my parents do care about the podcast. They love it. I Supposedly, I don't, I don't know if they actually mean that or anything. No, but, but, but I thought it was funny because, I don't know, I guess I said it subconsciously. And then they were like, my mom actually said, she goes, we listen to all 58 minutes of it. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I love so. the emphasis on the on the length of the podcast. Yeah. All 58 minutes of it. And they were actually going on a date night, so... I wonder if they weren't going to listen to the whole thing. They were just going to get, like, a nice little taste. But then they heard you say, like, oh, my parents don't care. And they were like, you know what? Screw him. We're going to listen <laughs> to this whole thing. Yeah. How about that? How about I'm that? I'm you committing. <laughs> but anyway, so... Yeah, so we wanted to share that. So... That's the first story we have for people listening to the podcast. And as we expected, it's related to one of our families. So Yeah. But honestly... They ripped me apart. <laughs> I sent mine... I sent the link to my mom. <laughs> this is funny. And she went, dot, 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 what is that? And I said, dot, 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 listen to it. And I never heard from her again. <laughs> she again like, she's gone <laughs> yeah. now? Like, she's gone now? She's blocked you from all social media. That was, that was three months I think ago. you sent her the wrong link. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you sent her a link to, like, a demon-possessed website or something. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> but uh, my parents actually haven't listened to it yet. I don't think they have. Uh, Mom and Dad, if you're at this point, hi. But I don't think they've listened to it. So, uh, But... It feels I, nice that my parents love me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was the one that was like, oh, hey, mom, constantly, and my parents are the only ones who yeah, your haven't par- listened <laughs> Your parents are like, uh, is it worth it? Yikes. <laughs> We've heard him do things before. Now, to be fair, they have Androids, so they'd have to go to SoundCloud, and I don't know if they know what SoundCloud is. Okay. So... But my sister also hasn't listened to it yet, and she does have an iPhone, so... So shame on her. That stinks. Step it up, Marcus. Yeah. Sister. Yeah. Mar- Easy for you to say. <laughs> Marcus-sis-sis? Marcus-sis-sis? Dang. That feels good. I'm going with that. Wait, why is that a dang? That feels right. Sis-sis-sister? Like, Marcus... Marcus, like, plural, like, plural, Marcus, Marcus-sis-sis... Marcus's sis. Oh, Marcus's. I thought you said Marcus's cyst, and then you were like, "Dang!" And I was like, <laughs> You're like "Why?" That's a very serious medical condition. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang it, Marcus! I shouldn't have had to explain it. <laughs> we would never bring up your cyst on the show. Yeah. Well, you. You just. You've did. already failed. Oh my god. <laughs> I can never do this again. I can't. I can never show my face behind this <laughs> behind this mic again. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm glad we made it to this point. Like. Uh, not that I didn't think we'd be able to like commit to this podcast, but 
we're on episode two, so I'm pretty happy. Like, I part of me was like, are we gonna start this and then just be like, you know what, guys? It's not worth we it. We do all have a very busy schedule. Yeah. I mean, you guys have to go watch Walking Dead here in a few minutes. Yeah. I have to finish my nap. <laughs> yeah. If Ryan sounds like half dead, it's because he literally was unconscious Can like I, a few minutes ago. I am the Walking Dead. <laughs> Ryan, when are you not asleep? Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys say something? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, we are pretty. We're pretty busy. We've all got our own projects and our own things that we've got to do, especially being in college and having exams every thirty-five minutes. So yeah, you know, you know how it goes. I think. I yeah. don't know. Except for those of you who didn't go to college, which is fine. I know sometimes you, you know, are loved. You are loved. You are cherished. You are loved. Don't don't go looking for love from Seth's parents though, because they hate everyone. Oh my gosh! Even oh their God. own son. My parents love me. He Mark. doesn't mean that. Marcus doesn't mean that. Marcus has never met my parents. So. No, Seth's and parents. If, actually, actually, he might have, and I just don't know. Seth's parents. I'm sure you're wonderful people. It's all just a bit that I'm very devoted to. <laughs> He's an actress. You gotta give him. I'm an actress. <laughs> and scene. Yeah. Good job, scene. everybody. Seth's, Seth's parents, no hard feelings. I'm sure you're wonderful. So should we get to like the the geek part of this vomit? Like, should we do that? Don't say it. Just do it. Oh. <laughs> do or do not, yeah. Ryan. There is no try. Uh, uh, Marcus, that was a great start. Just okay. Elaborate. Elaborate. So speaking of that really geeky thing I just said. Uh, first off, we're gonna go around and kind of talk about one of one of our geekiest moments that we've done or has happened to us. It doesn't have to be f- like the geekiest moment, but one of the geekiest moments. And we're gonna start with Seth. Oh, Marcus, you shouldn't have. You should start with you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> but I don't want to start with me because I freaking controlled the whole last episode. Okay, we'll start with Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't do much social interaction. I, That's true. It is. <laughs> yeah, believe him when he says that. Okay, fine. I'll I'll, I'll do it. Um, I just talked to these guys. You guys, I told I told you about this like two hours ago. <laughs> I know. You had plenty of time. To <laughs> I'm a busy man. I know. But uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so geeky moment. Um, so last summer. This this previous summer, uh, I went to Disney World with my girlfriend and her family, and it was awesome. And <clears throat> now that Disney owns Star Wars, pretty much every attraction there is Star Wars related. And um, we were in line to take photos with Kylo Ren, and I got to do that, and that was pretty fun. Uh, and the dude was super tall; he was huge. But that wasn't the that wasn't the moment that really took me like by surprise. We got in line to take photos with Chewbacca and obviously I know we're in line to take photos with Chewbacca and the entire the entire time on the way there I was like and I, I love Chewbacca um, but the entire time on the way there I was like oh this is cool it's just a guy in a suit like whatever no big deal and I got around the corner and I peeked my head around and saw the family that was taking photos with him that was in front of us and this guy's like eight feet tall and it hit me like oh my god that's Chewbacca, <laughs> and as soon as I, as soon as it was our, as a, as it was our turn or whatever, I ran like full, full speed, sprinted and hugged that guy as hard as I could, and it was awesome. I actually, don't make fun of me, but it's possible that that some tears rolled down my face, but I'm not gonna admit to it. So that was a pretty geeky moment for me because, who knew a grown man could cry at can the you, sight of a Chewbacca? Can you please tell me that when you hugged Chewbacca, you said Chewie, we're home. <gasps> 
Marcus, I would like to say that I did say that. No. And guess what I did? Yes. Yes. I perfect moment. Ryan, do you have one? Okay. So, I don't know if you consider this. Do you want one of mine, actually? <laughs> yeah. Please, Seth. Let got, me borrow one of yours. I've got extras. <laughs> so, is professional wrestling considered geeky? Of course. Whatever, okay. whatever you consider. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, go for it. So, when I was younger, I was super, super into professional wrestling. Uh-huh. And a town, uh, just a couple towns over from me, used to host shows there all the time. Um, there was Raw, SmackDown, ECW. I saw one of the last ECW shows. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, TNA, when it was still a thing. Right. And I actually got to meet Kurt Angle. So I went to meet Kurt Angle, walked up to his table, and he looked up at me. He was like, he looked down at my shirt. And I didn't process what, why he looked down at my shirt and then looked, looked me back in the eyes. And I was like, can I have a picture? He's like, yeah, kid. So I took a picture with him, and then I stepped to the side to look at the picture, and I am wearing a WWE shirt. Oh, no. And I was at a TNA event. No. And I com- it completely just, I didn't even worry about it. I completely forgot. I was wearing a DX shirt at a, w- at a TNA event, and he was looking at my shirt. No. And that's what, I don't know if it like oh, God. triggered Kurt Angle. <laughs> Dude, he's, still, he's still fighting <laughs> inner demons about it to this day. I was like, what's what's going to happen here? Like, like I'm walking back to my car and he jumps me in the parking lot. <laughs> he's still, he's still very hurt from this. Puts me in like an ankle lock. Like, <laughs> take it off. Like, you so think my, you could show up at our event and wear something like this? My corpse is just laying there in the parking lot and he throws a... To There's this day, TNA shirt on, onto my limp body. Fuck. I'll buy my merch. So that, that's really it for me, I guess. I haven't been to any attractions, Disney World, Disneyland, or anything like that. Uh-huh. I am really hoping I get to go to uh, Fan Expo Dallas. Right. This yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Stan Lee's last appearance, I believe, Sad. in Texas. What is Fan Expo? Fan Expo uh, Dallas is uh, Dallas Comic Con. Um, they changed it recently to Fan Expo Dallas. Even though we live in New Mexico. Yeah. I was about to say, it's a long drive from <laughs> right. uh, New Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> where we all <laughs> right. live. Um, where we all live. Where we all are right now. So I'm really, really hoping I get to do that. There's going to be so many people there that I want to meet. Um, Doctor Who. Um, Who? Actors and actresses. Oh, you know, the Doctor. Stanley, I'm so conflicted. If I had the money, I'd go see him all. Mark, Mark Hamill? Is Mark Hamill going to be here? Mm-hmm. He hasn't right. announced his dates yet, though, remember? Mark Hamill is going to be there. Oy. It's one of. It's a very rare appearance. Uh, Mark Hamill played Luke Skywalker and voiced the Joker and many other uh, Skips from regular show. Uh, Mark Hamill, if you're listening... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not even going to continue Mark, that sentence. Mark Hamill, if you're listening, wow, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, huge honor. Can you can, uh, can you come visit us in New Mexico? Can you get Marcus's parents to listen to our podcast? Do you die in Star Wars Episode Eight? Please contact the podcast. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> but that, that was a pretty geeky moment for me. Uh, I got to meet Kurt Angle, Kazarian. I met uh, James Storm mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Johnny Storm? No, it was James Storm. <laughs> was that shocking? I don't know if you caught my reference. <laughs> Get out of there. Continue. Um, and then Jeff Jarrett was the funniest thing ever. So I actually met James Storm and Jeff Jarrett together. They were outside in the parking lot on their phones. 
And me being like 14 years old, I was like, hey, maybe I can walk up to him, ask for an autograph or a, <laughs> a picture. Crap out of you. Yeah, they crap out of you. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> you stupid kid. Same time as I was wearing the WWE uh, DX shirt uh, that I had. Well, I walked up and I was like, hey, Jeff, uh, can I get a picture, maybe an autograph from you? And James was like, I mean, I don't mind. And Jeff was like, you know what, we'll, we'll do it inside. We're going to do all that later. Um, you can meet all the stars. He's like, we'll do that later. That's okay. I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, those guys were so cool, you know? And so we go in, and the show is going, and I'm actually right on the rails, you know, and the ring's probably five feet in front of me. Like the cool people right on the rails. Right on the rails. Well, anyways, um, Jeff Jarrett's music starts playing right in the middle of a fight, and he comes out to interrupt it. Well, he walks out and he's got a sling on his arm. He didn't have a sling on his arm in the parking lot earlier. What a chump. Wrestling's fake. He didn't. I knew it. <laughs> he didn't have a sling on his arm confirmed in the parking lot earlier. Confirmed. Half Life Three confirmed. And my aunt, who was with me, went, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> so she thought that was pretty funny. Um, I did too. I got beat up by some kid wearing a WWE shirt in the parking lot. <laughs> Everyone turned and looked at me. No, I uh, bet it was a conspiracy because he was like, oh, we'll sign those later. And then after the show, he's like, oh, sorry, kid, I can't. Uh, my arm. Can't sign. Broke my fibula. Can't sign stuff. Never saw them inside. I saw, like I said, Kurt Angle and Kazarian. Um, got their autographs and pictures. So that was that was a really cool experience. Uh, but that was the most time, I guess you could say, I, I geeked out over someone I met. Right. But if it's one of those situations where it's like a situation where you geeked out. Uh, one time I was explaining the Injustice game to a friend mm. and I didn't realize how, how much I geeked out <laughs> on her. And Did she, you geek vomit all over I her? I geek vomit all over the place. <laughs> and I was telling her about all these characters, all their moves and their backstory. And I didn't realize I fell down the DC rabbit hole. Wow. And I was explaining everything to her. And all she was doing was asking me about a game. And, and, uh, like, and then there was Flashpoint. Yeah. And then I finally looked up at her. And she's she, texting. She's texting. And she was like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I did okay. it again. Not again. You're my like, God. Well, let me get a towel to clean up all this geek vomit. There's a reference. You know how, like, movies reference themselves in the titles? Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. We're going back to the future. <laughs> Something like that. It's just gonna be. That I have to be super. Like, I have to be Superman for yeah. the more. <laughs> oh my god! This is a Star Wars. <laughs> I guess you could say this is Lord this of the is Rings. This is a Star Trek. Yeah. Oh my god! Twin Towers. Uh, that wasn't a 9-11 reference. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. That's what I thought. Why are we meant. laughing at that? Jeez. I'm la- I'm, we didn't laugh until you were like, it wasn't 9-11, and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Since you felt the need to correct yourself. I'm sorry. Okay, well, uh, my, my geekiest moment, you're, you're fine. You should. It was it was Lord of the Rings. It was, he, um, he meant Lord of the Rings, not, um... Not the terrible tragedy 9-11 that happened in 2001. Um, the the uh, two towers, not the twin towers. I think Marcus so. is making it worse. Yeah, probably. No. I'm not cutting that out either. Uh, my, my geekiest moment is there was this murder mystery event that happened at my high school. And uh, all they said was to dress up, right? To dress nice. <laughs> it, this isn't a misunderstanding. Like, I didn't misunderstand what they wanted. It just, they just said to dress up. 
So I went to this murder mystery party dressed as the Phantom of the Opera. I had a cape. Oh my God. With a, with a, like a, it was like a vampire cape with like that tall collar. Respect. That comes up like this. Yeah. It, I had the, the half mask and I, I had my hair slicked back and I was wearing nice clothes. Like and I and this I had is like it, a Cub Scout meeting. No, like, yeah. no, it was a murder mystery thing where like we had to figure out like someone got killed. I'm doing air quotes, uh-huh. and we had to figure out who killed them, and it was it was pretty fun. But everyone else was just you know in dresses and suits and stuff, and I was dressed as the Phantom of the Opera, yeah. and I actually had double sided tape on the inside of the mask stuck to my face, so there was no wire, so it was just stuck to my face. That's pretty cool. To help sell the illusion that it's just like this mask that's. St- sticking there for some reason. But then like all night I would like push it against my face because I was always worried it was going to fall off. Yeah. Was like making this tape fall off? Uh. <laughs> but uh, so of course, you know, they were like, why, why did you do this? And I was like, I don't know. I wanted to. And they were like, okay. <laughs> That's great. But then I had to, the best part Please was, our table. I had to walk back to my car through downtown New Mexico City where we live. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there were there were people out there, and they were like, "Is he um? Is he doing this like I could see them like pointing at me. <laughs> yeah. And then like there was this lady playing guitar at a restaurant, and I walked by, and she literally on mic goes, "Hey, that's fan with everybody. Look at look at that. That's fan with the opera." Yeah, I love I love working in New Mexico City. Marcus stopped, yeah. raised a fence. He's like, and I would have gotten away with it if it was for you meddly kids in your mud. No, but I actually like I felt kind of sprint off. I throw a smoke bomb. I'm like, but you're like capes tingled around your legs, so you throw the smoke bomb and it clears, and you're like, come on, you're like still trying to get the guitar lady throws her guitar to the back of the head. But like. It, I, I like waved at them because I was like, hey, and then I kept walking like and I was like, I'm not cool. <laughs> this, this is not a cool moment. Like I need to change quickly. Like I, I was half tempted to just take off my mask, but I didn't. But then they would know who you were. I, I <laughs> drove, your whole face. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's Marcus. <laughs> just everybody in New Mexico. They pull out knows. pitchforks. They're like, let's get him. <laughs> like, We've been waiting a long time for this boy. But yeah, I. It, I think it's funny because oh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been waiting yeah. long. Welcome to the family, son. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a paddling. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but I feel like it's so funny because when people think geek, I think they think video games or comic books. But there are theater geeks, and I, I think that's something that a that's lot of Marcus. people overlook. I think it's culture in general. Yeah, it's any kind of any kind of culture that develops any kind of like intense fandom or following. Like you can be considered a geek. So like we don't discriminate. If you're a geek for, for something that we don't particularly yeah. like, we would welcome you to our geek vomit fold. Yeah, there's a huge like fandom of Twinkies. Whenever they went out of business for a week, oh people, people threw fits. People were. They were not happy. <laughs> Tallahassee <laughs> was mad. Words. Tallahassee. What what does he say? Oh, uh, he's like. I friggin' hate snowballs! Yeah. Not the taste, the consistency. Consistency. <laughs> the consistency. <laughs> I hate your consistency. Yeah. If you haven't seen Zombieland, which, I mean, it's been out forever. I've patiently been waiting Zombieland 2 five ever. Like, yeah. please. Five ever. It's an awesome movie. I, I just love zombies in general, so. Yeah. It's a great movie. That's why you guys are rushing to go see The Walking Dead. In theaters. In theaters. In theaters. This summer. <clears throat> so. 
we actually have a topic this week instead of random rambling. That was just the way we wanted to start off the first episode because we, we were just kind we of like, doing. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. It, the This podcast wasn't planned, so this episode itself is actually planned. But also... <laughs> to an extent. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, I was looking for the bathroom again. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you guys recording again? Yeah, I'll join in. Wow, how do I always end up here? <laughs> Eventually, he's Who just going to have... <laughs> I think Ryan is just gonna have like groupies that just follow him, and he's just like, just look, and they're like, Ryan, we know where the bathroom is, <laughs> and he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. All, all your New Mexico Thanks. groupies. Used it, yeah, I used it two days ago. I'm good. <laughs> it's like I'm walking to the bathroom and some mob ran, runs past me. Hey, kid, you see Phantom of the Opera anywhere? <laughs> We're still hunting for you. <laughs> that, was in my, that was my sophomore year in high school. Some Not, old lady on a guitar. We know you're out there! <laughs> <laughs> They're just yelling into the moon. They're running at me. I take off my mask. They're like, oh, where'd he go? Like, hey, kid, you seen the Phantom anywhere? I'm like, no, I think he was that way, no, like, not <laughs> They like punch you in the arm, six scooter nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, actually, I'm a geek. <laughs> um, so today's today's topic is best adaptation, and this can be it doesn't have to be comic book or a book. It can be any kind of yeah. any form of adaptation that you think was the best. Like you think basically. Both mediums are exactly the same or really close to being the same. Or just – so the same or just really good? Like they get a, they did a good job. Really good. Like they – like it, it's not one of those like, oh, the book was better. Like you're like, actually, they're pretty great. Both of them it's are pretty like great. It's not like super – the Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite adaptation. Ah, <laughs> uh, and if you haven't seen it, you're not missing anything. It's one of those movies I feel like you have to watch. It's a cult classic. But it's terrible. But I've seen it I twice. Like it's that way because it is as bad as it is. It's it's very, very I would watch it for bad. Bob Hoskins alone. Yeah. Just because Bob Hoskins is <clears> amazing. <throat> It's one of those movies where I can watch it, but as soon as I watch it, I cannot watch it for another five years. <laughs> it's, really, it's it's so bad, and it doesn't kind of like. Never mind, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> and it doesn't. What Yoshi in that movie? I was about to uh, make fun of a movie made by people who might listen to this, and I don't want them to get mad at me. <laughs> we talking about? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> talking about can't remember. That's not what it's called, but. I am so lost. It has to do with drawing. Oh. <laughs> now everybody knows. Anybody who knows anything about it is going to be like, oh, he's he's freaking talking about my movie. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually never seen that movie. But I've seen, if you don't know, Marcus is a big time Hollywood actor. Oh, and, um, yeah. No, but I, I did Mex see that movie. New I did. I'm pretty famous yeah, in New Mexico. Oh yeah, New yeah. Mexico. But pretty well. <clears throat> oh yeah, not Hollywood. I've only actually ever seen, <laughs> which is actually where we live. <laughs> oh yeah, Hollywood. We, back, <laughs> we actually moved from last podcast to this. <laughs> we moved to L.A. Um, but no, I've only ever seen this. I've only ever seen your scenes in that movie, and that's it. <laughs> well, and I think it's because you showed them to me. Like I, I didn't seek out the movie. It just, it just happened. To I was me. like, hey, look at this. All right, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I, then I untied him from the chair. Yeah, I'm sorry. Treat yourself. Which was my chair because we were roommates. It's like that scene so. from A Clockwork Orange where like they're holding his eyes open and he's like, I promise, I've been cured. And they're like, they're forcing him to watch stuff. That's terrible. You've never seen A Clockwork Orange? No, I have. Oh, 
I was saying the process was terrible. So what do you think your... <laughs> what is your best adaptation set? <sighs> Listen... I would do I would totally go first, but I got volunteered for the intro and I got volunteered for the first story, so I'm gonna pass it on to our guest. Uh, actually, we don't have a guest. Uh, Marcus. No, if- we do have a guest. Uh, his name is Farmer John. Farmer John. Oh yeah, I really love to be here. I'm just God, so Marcus, glad. Just, stop. just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. That's not how I sound. <laughs> There's really a guy here. He actually is here. Oh, excuse me, I have to go hard on my tracker. I am not going to be a part of this offensive. I trust your tracker. Uh, Marcus, I know you got a lot to say, so... Gosh, I, here's the thing. I listened to our first episode, and before e- anyone even had to tell me, I was like, dang, I talked more than everyone else in this. He, he literally texted us, and he was like, guys, the podcast is up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Those are the two things I said first. Yeah. I was like, guys, it's on iTunes. I apologize. <laughs> hey, if it helps, my, my parents said you were very charismatic, and you were easy to listen to, and they were never disinterested. Because those are the only people that listen to our podcast. For all 58 minutes. Yeah, all 58 minutes. All 58 minutes. minutes. Well, I'm very honored that I'm the only person that Seth's parents like. Yeah, the and, and actually, they said, Ryan, if I, I swear if I ever have to hear your voice again, we we will, we you know. You gonna finish this yeah. bit? They're, you gonna go all the way with this bit? Oh my god, I can't do it. There's too much pressure <laughs> hey, and anxiety. Hey, hang on, go let for me, it. Let me see this. Go for it. <clears throat> Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Don't whisper sweet nothings into <laughs> This is my ASMR channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Marcus, I know this is going to be good, so Burry. let's hear it. Um, well, I think, I think the best adaptation I've seen... <laughs> Batman v Superman. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'm just gonna. No. I'm gonna let him go. I'm sorry. Don't open that. Uh, I think the best adaptation I've seen is the Deadpool movie, and I, a lot of people may disagree with me, but I don't. <laughs> I he, here's the thing. I think not only was the character exactly how he is in the comic books, but his costume was comic book accurate, which is a, is a rare thing nowadays. Like that. That is really rare. I they captured not only his spirit, but like. His exact character, his costume was the same, he was funny, he was vulgar, which whether you like that or not, that's how the character is, so they were very true to the character. It's the first time I watched a comic book movie and it felt like the character literally just was ripped off the page. Right. And it was the first time that I I literally felt like a comic book just came to life and I was witnessing it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's not the most scholarly answer. Like, other people would go to, like, much more... Like, in depth, like detail. Well, they'd go to more classy films, like films that are like higher quality films, like <laughs> like the Super Mario Bros. movie, <laughs> like the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> but I mean, to me, that's the whole point of an of an adaptation is not just a word for word like retelling of a of a a book or a script or mm-hmm. something like that, but is perfectly capturing the essence, the feel, and the look of the story that you're adapting. And the Deadpool movie did that nearly perfectly. Yeah. Like it's not completely, but like it's so close. It's so close. Yeah. And I think they did a great job of having 
okay, I say little to no budget, but it was a very small budget for a movie like that. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of money, but it was a small budget. And they did a great job, especially because Fox was like, these people want a Deadpool movie, but we really don't want to make it, so do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And they were like, okay, we will. And it was awesome. It was good. Yeah. I So... You know, there there are other good adaptations, and I'm sure whatever you guys are going to say are very valid and very good. The Star Wars Christmas special. But, oh, God. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you've seen that. No. <laughs> oh, what was that adapting? Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see what it was based on. Uh, um, but that that was just literally the first thing that popped to mind when we yeah. talked about best adaptation. Yeah, so. that's, a, that's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> Rye Guy? I'll never call you that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> he gave him this look like, oh, if you wanted to die, you yeah. should have told me. I've got, I've got over 300 different names for Ryan, like vanilla rice, uh, fried rice, just really stupid things that all, start with all rice. rice. Yeah, any type of rice, actually. Rye guy. I don't eat rice. <laughs> I don't take naps. <laughs> I don't eat rice. Shout out to Gus Johnson. <laughs> that literally yeah. sounds like a five-year-old's rap song. It, it's, I don't uh, take naps. <laughs> I don't eat rice. <laughs> if uh, we <clears throat> just recently found this guy Gus Johnson on YouTube, and he's—I don't know—he's just really dumb, but he's really funny. He has this video where he decides it would be a great idea to—he's like, "I'm going to teach you how to get free." food from subway and he walks in and he's got his camera like hiding under his jacket and he goes yeah can, can i uh can i get some mustard from you guys and they're like i'm sorry what he's like yeah can i get some mustard and so they're like oh I, yeah sure i guess and they hand him a packet of mustard and he walks out and he's like that's how you do it or whatever and he starts walking and then he starts running and he's crying he's like oh my god i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have done that and he thinks the cops are coming after him and everything but <laughs> funny he, funny funny guy did he get hit by a bus no didn't <laughs> no <laughs> he's fine now <laughs> you should see ryan's face at this moment yeah. It's pretty twitchy and <clears throat> crazy. But Anyways. Yeah, very funny um, guy. Ryan? Can, can I give my opinion? I d- okay. Definitely. Go for it. All right. Uh, I got a couple, if that's all right. I don't... Yeah, I don't care. Okay. He's actually... <laughs> he brought it. a couple, um, a lovely couple, <laughs> in as a as a guest. Uh, this is Megan and John. Uh, and Farmer... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> that's the only name you know is John. <laughs> I name all my characters John. <laughs> Wick. No. Oh, okay. Wick me or up yes. inside... Sorry, that was a terrible So one. go ahead. Farmer John Wick. <laughs> Someone comes and takes his tracker. A trusty old tracker. Someone murders his baby tractor. God, <laughs> gosh, Mark. Anyways. Um, so it actually happened in reverse. Whenever the Aragon movie came out, I loved the Aragon movie. Really? And then... Now, before you stop listening... And then... <laughs> hear him out. I found out there was a book... Okay. I, went, I went and read the book. Okay. And I was so disappointed with the movie. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because okay. the book is one of my favorite books ever. Um, and then going back and watching the movie, I'm like, no, that's not how yeah, it Yeah. No, not at all. So it was really disappointing. Um, still, I think it's a standalone if you don't go along with the book. They're going to make it cool. <laughs> you're, not, um, you're not basing it on the original content. I, I, <laughs> I loved Safira in the movie. Safira uh-huh. was great. I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, another one. Bites the dust. Sorry. Oh my! God. Get out of here. Take him out, Farmer John. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> John Wick. Um, The Hobbit. Yes. I read the Hobbit book. Heard of him. <laughs> heard of him. <laughs> uh, read the Hobbit book, and then watched the Hobbit movie. Mm-hmm. And it was it was fantastic. Both of them. They were both lining. They both line up really well. Uh, there was one thing that was different, I think, throughout the whole thing. 
I'm not going to spoil that. Um, I'll let you read the book, watch the movie, and then find out. Uh, but other than that one detail, which just made the, the movie cooler, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think it took away from anything. Yeah. Um, the also, one detail was there was no Hobbit. Yeah, there was, there <laughs> was no Hobbit. Hobbit out. I think that's really interesting, Ryan, because most people, and I haven't read the book in years, so I can't personally attest to this, but most people say that the books, that the books, that the movies added a lot of stuff that wasn't in the book just to fluff the runtime. But yeah. you, you're saying that which it's is actually pretty that's, close. That's which is funny because it's a really, like, if we're talking about Lord of the Rings as well, really long movie, like... Yeah, all of them. <clears throat> yeah, all of them are really long. And I know just from, you know, around the bin or whatever you kids call it, uh, people don't really like just around <clears throat> the river bend beyond the shore. I'll cut that out. What? <laughs> a lot of people, and I, yeah, I, I've heard the same thing as Marcus is, and a lot of people don't like the interpretation that that they did for the movie as well. Which I've not met a single person that doesn't like Lord of the Rings. I just hear these things, but I've never actually met these people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, I'm talking it could specifically be about. Oh, did you say Lord of the Rings? No, he said Hobbit. Hobbit. Oh, okay. I thought that's what I thought. Right. Which the because Lord of the Rings are Hobbit. very close. For they're very very close to yeah. the books. Um, and I think another one that most people can agree on is the Spider-Man 2 movie, um, the Tobey Maguire movie, and then the Spider-Man 2 video game adaptation was perfect. Um, I don't think I've talked to a single person who has played the Spider-Man 2 PlayStation, I think it was even uh, Xbox. 2. Yeah, yeah, right, right, and GameCube. I believe it was on GameCube, I'm not 100% sure, but it was the free roam one with right. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in that universe. I think everyone agrees that it is it's perfect it's a good i don't think there was anything wrong with that anything bad about that game i've never played that game but we we explained why i'm i kind of have game i'm behind in the world of gaming so but it it, it was perfect i mean it was almost everyone knows except marcus marcus is probably the only one in the world that hasn't played it i've heard that it's good Uh, even former John Wick over here, he's played it. I've even played it, Marcus. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's a really good game. I uh, played it on, uh, what console would you say? Oh I played gosh. it on my PC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I played it as one of my social media games on <laughs> Facebook. Farmville hit yeah. me up. <laughs> I played it on my T9 calculator. Oh, my God. <laughs> but those, those are mine. What about you, Seth? Okay. <clears throat> this By is... the way, sorry to interrupt you. There's no, there's beeping. Uh, it's I don't know where it's coming from, but if you guys if that's bothering you guys, I'm sorry, but I don't know what's hap- where that's coming from. New Mexico likes to beep sometimes. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, it's the Iron Giant. All about New Mexico. The Iron Giant's coming back for me. That's probably like a bolt or something. What a great outside. movie, by the way. I, I love Iron it. Giant classic. Yeah, really good movie. Um, <clears throat> my favorite adaptation of all time, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is an incredible adaptation. Wow. If you go and read the comics, it's it's like they when they wrote the screenplay, they just took everything from the comics, which is what people want, you know? Like if you're watching it in theaters, you want it to match what you've been, you know, reading your whole life or however old you are. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and they did an incredible job, word for word, frame for frame, and it's crazy. Um and <clears throat> I actually wrote some stuff down here, but um I think my favorite thing about that movie is they do a, it doesn't just they do a great job with the cinematography they do a great job with the special effects and making it feel like it's a video game making it feel like it's a comic book just the quick the quick punches and and, and the one-liners and everything like that they do an incredible job um i don't really have 
<clears throat> a whole lot to say about it, but uh, they just made it feel they made it feel like the comic book. And the casting director did a great job of picking who Michael Sarah, which is funny. Uh, Michael Sarah played a great Scott Pilgrim, so yeah, he, it was good. I enjoyed that movie. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was good too. <clears throat> yes, it was a great movie. And if you haven't seen it and you like video games and you like comics, I would recommend you watch it. It's a really, really funny movie. The script is really well done. Uh, and it's one of those movies that it's not slapstick comedy. It's very witty. It's very clever. And, uh, I mean, you can attribute that to the comic, you know, because a lot of that stuff was just straight, taken straight out of the out of the issues and everything. But... Uh, it's good. That's that's pretty much all I have to say about yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like the same reason you think that's a good adapta- adaptation is the same reason I think Deadpool's a good adaptation. Yeah. Because not only does it copy the the spirit of it, but it, it also copies the story and the visuals so, so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like to a T. Like, yeah, to yeah. A, so, so well that it, it's like... This is literally just the movie version of what I've read, you know. Yeah. Which I think is the if you're doing a if you're doing text to like if that's comic book or book to movie, that's that's what you're hoping for is yeah. this is just the visual r- movie form of what I've already read. Yeah. And I think I I understand it can be more difficult whenever it's it's a it's just a novel, you know what I mean? It's not like a comic or graphic novel or anything like that. I know it can be more difficult because you have to add in stuff and you really have to recreate the world as to where in a comic book, you kind of already have a storyboard of what it, of what it would look like and what, you know, what you want. Um, yeah. But with Deadpool and with Scott Pilgrim versus the world, it's just so spot on. And I couldn't have asked for anything better in that movie. And I think that they did a, a, an incredible job, um, giving the fans what they wanted because Scott Pilgrim is not at the time wasn't like if you didn't know what if you didn't read comics and you didn't know what Scott Pilgrim was you would have never heard of it you know yeah. like some people know um, <clears throat> some people know what like Crisis on Infinite Earth is but they've never read them you know or some people know of Punisher or whatever but they've never read any of his comics but they know who he is Scott Pilgrim was not the case people didn't know who he was unless you had read it you know so they did a good job, and it was a movie that you could watch and not know anything about, and still enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah, those are those are all good choices. I think I think people are getting better at adapting things, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think more and more we're getting better and better adaptations, and I I'm glad for that. You know, unless it was a terrible book, like uh, for all I know, the Fifty Shades of Grey movies could be great adaptations, but those books are terrible, so it's got a poor foundation. So, sorry if I just alienated the. Uh, so wait, wouldn't that make the book? I mean, the movie terrible as well, because if the books, if the book is a terrible book, which I've never read them, but I'm just gonna say yes. I mean, they 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 were Twilight fan fictions written on a BlackBerry, so they're terrible. Okay, so yeah, so if <laughs> if the books were terrible books, but the film was a great adaptation of the book, wouldn't that make the film? be a terrible film it is yeah 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 okay. but it, it, it could still be a great adaptation you know i want to confirm okay, i've never saying. seen or read any no yeah me either <laughs> no me neither okay and okay I, I'll, I, I'll admit this i read twilight once the first pff, 
quarter of it. And that's because my mom was real big into Twilight when I was, and when I was in high school, um, <clears throat> she had read all of them and she was like, if you want to, if you want a good read, try, try Twilight. And it, and it had just come out, you know? So this, it wasn't like everybody was, if you like Twilight, you're, you're a loser, you know, especially if you're a guy and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So I had no idea what it was. And so I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and give it a read. Cause she liked it. And it, it, be something that we could discuss and chat about and everything just give us another talking point or whatever and uh, i started reading it and i couldn't do it and i was i had i was like i have to put this down and i told her this is this is not good i don't like it and if you do like twilight that, that's fine it's yeah. just not my there are tea. twilight geeks out there yeah which it's is just, fair yeah it's, 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 okay. it's just not my genre you know yeah and so <clears throat> i was like i can't i can't do this and she goes just wait it gets better like it's about to get a, a ton of action it's, some fight scenes it's gonna be awesome so i was like all right i'm gonna suck it up and keep reading and I got, you know, 100 pages through again, and I told her, I can't do this. It's, I There's nothing here for me. And she was yeah. like, no, keep reading because it's going to get good. And I was like, fine. So I started reading again, and I came back, and I was like, I can't do it. It's so bad. I, this is not – You're I like can't. halfway through the book series, and she's like, no, keep going. Yeah, I keep swear. Going. It's so good. And you're like, ah. <laughs> and um, – looking for the bathroom. I just quit. And I just quit. And it's like I, I feel like I'm one of those people I – don't, I don't read a ton – um, at least not at least not books a lot. I read a lot of comics. I read a lot of um, just articles and magazines mm -hmm. that I enjoy. Um, <clears throat> and a book really has to catch my eye for me to be to for me to sit down and read it all the way through. But when I yeah. do, I read it. I don't. I'm one of those people that don't leave a book like in, you know every page unturned or whatever it is. I don't know the saying. Um, yeah. And with Twilight, I just couldn't finish it. I've yep. been listening to a lot of audiobooks recently because. The thing with me is I, I enjoy reading when I do it, but for some reason the thought of me sitting down and reading bores me. So like I think about like maybe I should read a book and I'm like I'd much rather do something else. Yeah. But then but then when I actually make myself sit down and read a book, I always enjoy myself. I always have a good time. Right. So I've started listening to audiobooks because I can listen to audiobooks and do other things. That's a good idea. So it's it's easier for me to rationalize listening to audiobooks. And some people may be like, That's not the same. You're you're not gaining anything. But I feel like I'm gaining, you know, it at least at least most of what people would gain if they read a book. So like plus a lot of the times you get to hear or not a lot of the time. Sometimes you get to hear the author, like actually read it. And I, I am still, I haven't finished it yet. But I got this audiobook called um, *The Princess Diarist*, okay. which was written by Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. Rip. And uh, it's narrated by her too. And there are journal entries from the time where she was working on the original Star Wars. And her daughter Billy Lord reads the journal entries. That's awesome. And uh, it's really interesting. It t it talks all about her affair with Harrison Ford. And this is her new one that she had just put out before she, or yeah, before she passed away. I think it's her newest one. Yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning it talks about how they're about to start doing the Force Awakens. That's so sad. And I remember <clears throat> I was actually uh, visiting family at the time. My brother was with me whenever that happened. But I remember because I was sitting in my truck and I was leaving. Hobby Lobby for whatever reason I don't remember why, and in uh, <clears throat> my in I was looking at my phone or whatever whenever I got an alert or whatever that from I don't know some news source on my phone that was like Carrie Fisher has passed away and I was like no like I don't know when she when she had that heart attack and she went into the hospital I was like this is not good you know yeah you know all this talk about books and reading really makes me want to watch The Page Master. Yes, what good is that? movie. 
It's an the, old, old You've never seen the film. Page Master? No. <gasps> that oh. breaks my heart, Marcus. <laughs> this was uh, Macaulay Culkin, right? Yeah, yes. This was when he was young. I think this was like right after My Girl. Michael maybe? Jackson's best friend. Okay, if you want to identify him, <laughs> if that's how you remember him. It may have even been before My Girl. Um, this, was, this was one of the first movies to mix uh, live action and animation. And they did a fantastic Way job. after AHA made Take On Me. <laughs> Dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. It's, it's really great. I really recommend it. If you've never seen it, it's fantastic storytelling. It's heart-wrenching stuff. Yeah. It gets you in your feels, and it... It's great storytelling. It's called The Page Master? It's called The Page Master. I'll definitely have to check it's it out. It's really disappointing you've never oh. seen it. Like, I got I'm it on, I have it on VHS if you want to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I had, I had Macaulay Culkin. Okay, that is the kid from Home Alone, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So, because yeah. I said the I said the Michael Jackson joke and you guys were kind of like... No, we got no, it. No, 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 oh, we got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, I was like, if that's what you remember him from. Because yeah, there's like so they many... Were, um, they, were, they were actually really good friends. That's That was not a joke. They were they were pretty close. Yeah, like pretty good friends. Yeah, like really good friends. Like, uh, yeah. I miss, master, uh, I miss Michael. Oh, Colkin was in, was he in Richie Rich? You remember that movie? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Richie Rich. Right? Yeah. I can't remember if it was a good movie or not. Yeah. I don't remember. It's probably one of those that it's, you're probably more nostalgic about it than it is actually good. Right. You know what? You know how you know if it's a good kid's movie? If it was good when you were a kid and it's good when you're an adult. Which is the logic for everyone. Well, that just I means it's that's, good. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Which is the logic for everyone. I think nostalgia. You know how you know something's good? If it's, if it's good. <laughs> All the time. What were you saying, Ryan? I didn't mean to. No, you're good. I was saying I think nostalgia is like a huge driving factor for like even those movies that aren't. Oh yeah. Very sure. good. Like I know growing up, which I I still enjoy them, but going back now and watching them, I'm like, they weren't the best. Uh, there were so many movies. Uh, there was uh, a series. I think there was three of them. They were called Prehysteria. Um, it was about a a young boy. Who had these um, dinosaurs that were, he thought were toys, but were actual real dinosaurs, and they were all about a foot tall, and like his whole thing was trying to hide them from his parents. Um, there was another one, I believe it was called Star Kid. It was this boy. He found a um, this like suit came from outer space, and he got inside of it. Well, the suit had a mind of its own, and then him getting inside of it, they became like best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one called uh, Warriors of Virtue. That was a kung fu movie with kangaroos and stuff. It was kind of like Ninja wow. Turtles was. Okay. But there were these kangaroo samurais and stuff like that. They were really kick butt. I think everyone remembers Small Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Small Soldiers is one of my favorite movies. Uh, and there were there was a lot. And going back and watching them now, I'm like, they weren't the best. But I love them. Small Soldiers is still pretty good. Yeah, Did I love Small Soldiers. Did you ever watch Indian in the, Indian Indian in the Cupboard? cupboard? I watched it, but I don't really remember a whole lot. Okay. Of it. You, know, was, you know what movie nostalgia really screwed me over on? Huh? Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. When I was a kid, I loved that movie. I tried okay. to rewatch it. I'm glad you said that because I was just talking to... I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. <laughs> I can never remember who I was talking to. But... Just talking to the wall. He's like, the other day... You know, you know what? Go ahead and finish your story. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're probably going to say the same thing I'm going to say or something similar. I tried watching it again my my uh, sophomore year of high school. Couldn't do it. I actually mm-hmm. got angry watching it because I was like, this is terrible. Why I, did I ever I, think I this was funny? It. Yeah. Yeah. It was not... It was awful. 
I think maybe as a kid I enjoyed the concept more than I enjoyed the story, and I latched onto that. And yeah. now that I'm older and I kind of understand more of what makes a film good and what makes it bad, yeah, the concept wasn't enough to entertain me, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, that and it's that was a moment in my life where I was like, maybe not everything I thought was good as a child is actually good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching things now in my 20s that I used to watch when I was a kid, and I'm like, why did I enjoy this? Yeah. One movie I want to try again is Inspector Gadget because in my mind... I love those. In my mind, that uh, the movie with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, that movie was great. And that was actually the first movie I ever saw in theaters when really? I was a kid was Inspector Gadget. Mine yeah. was Chicken Run. I do, I do not remember what mine was. And uh, I, I want to watch it again because lately... I've, I've heard some people joke about how that movie's not good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, was it not good? I don't. I mean, I was really young. I mean... Super like, Fred... I don't want... Sorry. They put Inspector Gadget 2 on Netflix, but not Inspector Gadget. Why? That one... I, did, I thought that one was terrible even as a kid. Maybe like, they just wow. don't have permission to use that one. Maybe. It's by the same... It's Disney. It, it has to be the same. Yeah. I don't know. That's like they put Mulan 2 on Netflix, but not the first one. That's really Maybe there's weird. Just, just certain movies that they can't have on Netflix. Which well, must mean Inspector Gadget do, is good. <laughs> they still do the DVD service, which I don't even know who has that anymore. And I'm like, why don't they just give that up? Like, so there are like titles that they don't have that they're like, yeah. oh, you you can we can send this to you in DVD for extra. And I'm like, who does that anymore? Well, they got red boxes everywhere. Yeah, but nobody does that from Netflix anymore. Because remember when Netflix did streaming and DVD, but it was the same price. Right. And then they separated them and and they like boosted the DVD price way up to like a, a ridiculous amount. And then everybody basically canceled their DVD. They're like, fine, I'll just watch whatever you have online because I'm not paying that. And I'm and they're still like, get our DVDs. And I'm like, that was like ten years ago. Who's posted. still doing is that? Is it the same stuff that's on Netflix that they do in their DVDs, or is it too? If it, is it's, it I think it's movies? everything and more. It's basically anything they have access to like they'll have they'll have stuff that's not on line that they do have dvd copies of. okay i think they have dvd copies of everything not everything but like everything that people have like said hey you can put this on netflix yeah. but they don't put everything online so it's like even the previous stuff that they have taken off from you know yeah every month or whatever they still have i i believe so because they don't quote us on that don't quote us on netflix no. if you're listening please contact us yeah. and let us know how this mark works. hamill if you're still listening no uh, I'm just yeah please just let us know now let me ask this um just so since we're kind of on nostalgia do y'all have those movies that you and your parents used to watch growing up and sometimes you'll go back and watch those with your parents even though they're they're pretty bad but you'll do it because that was something that meant a lot to you and your parents. Give us an example of, I'm assuming you have one. Um, I do. I have a couple. Um, whenever I was younger, McDonald's was actually coming out with these cartoons. And you could go to McDonald's and they, they actually sold VHS tapes and it was Ronald and the Gang. Wow. Yeah. You know what I've I'm talking seen, about? I've seen those. Yes. I used to watch those with my aunt. Yeah. Uh, we would go, every time we go to uh, uh, McDonald's, we would we would buy one. Uh-huh. I think they were like two fifty. I don't know what they were. probably even. It's probably like five bucks for one, but we had almost every one of them, and that was a really big deal for my family. Uh, we would get our food. We would go home and we would watch the McDonald's cartoon movies together. It was like Ronald would go on a space adventure and his friends would come with him. It was like 
the chicken nuggets. And then he would just uh, obliterate them all yeah, by taking just, their helmets off. Pretty much. Guys, this is making me hungry. Um, yeah. But but that was one of them. And there was also a series. We actually are sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I wish I could use some. And I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, but up. No, I'm just kidding. There was also Copyright. a series. Going back and watching it, it's pretty rough. Um, it was called Timmy the Tooth. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Timmy the Tooth. Yes. Um, it was puppets is what it was, mm-hmm. uh, but it was very high quality puppets, but the writing was kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's a kid's show. The bad guy was like something cavity, right? The cavity goon. The cavity goon. Yes. And he had a, he had a dog that was a toothbrush and its name was actually Brush Brush. And I remember growing up, I loved that one. Uh-huh. And my dad and I, uh, well, my whole family actually... We only had one VHS tape of this, Timmy the Tooth, and it was his surprise birthday party. Um, Timmy had no idea, and his whole like gang of friends were planning the surprise party, and he thought everyone forgot about his birthday. So he was super disappointed and stuff, and at the end of the movie... Okay, I was about to say, wait, are we in real life, or are we in the movie now? This is the movie, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of it, his friends so were like, happy birthday, Timmy. He was like, oh my gosh, I thought you guys forgot. Well, for Thanksgiving break, when I went back home, uh, we were sitting there eating food in the living room, and uh, the TV was on, but nobody was really watching it. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, let's have some good family time. Went got my laptop, plugged it up. I found all of the McDonald's movies, all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, nice. And I didn't tell my parents I was going to put it on. Just plug my laptop in and press play. And uh, my dad was sitting there eating. He was like, "What's this?" And then the theme song came on. And my mom was in the kitchen, and she, which it's only like four or five feet, she ran from the kitchen to the living room as soon as she heard the uh, the theme song. She's like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard this in forever. That's awesome. And it was super cool seeing them get excited for it when it was something that meant a lot to me growing up. Yeah. And now I kind of realize it meant just as much to them as it does to me. And it's something that I would, I would really love to carry over for my kids. And then after we watched a couple episodes of that, I was like, do you remember this one? And I pulled up Timmy the Tooth. And Dad, uh, there was there's actually a scene in the movie where the cavity goon and uh, his girlfriend, she's like a peppermint. Peppermint, yeah. Yes, I forget her name. I think she might just be Miss Peppermint. It might be Pepper or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they have a whole scene where they're singing about them being bad guys and being the cavity goon. Uh-huh. And my dad was like spitting out every word from this song. And this is from like 15... Yeah. Years ago, you know? Yeah. And he remembered it. And I like sitting there watching him do that, I realized how much it meant to them too. Yeah. So that was that was a really cool thing for me. Yeah. I, I do kind of have something like that. There's this there's this guy who it was like a he would he would make Christian Christian songs for kids and he created this character so that he could make these Christian songs. And it, his name was Salty yeah. the Singing Songbook. Okay, never mind. And uh, he was literally this big, big blue Psalms book. And uh, I watched that a lot as a kid. Not even because my parents were like, watch this, get indoctrinated. I wanted to watch it all the time. I loved it. My favorite one was called Salty's Fantastic Praise Party. And uh, it had these talking boxes in it, and they were praise boxes. And, like, the whole concept was, like, the, the kids in the audience had to praise God and fill up the praise boxes with like praise yeah. and then it'll get sent to God. And I still remember one of the songs and it still gets me pumped when I listen to it because I remember how I felt as a kid. 
because Salty like goes, let the praise begin, and the music starts, and it's like, and I even on the inside, I'm like, dang, that's exciting, because I remember like as a kid, I was like, yes, yes, it's a fantastic praise party, and then, man, it's just so funny to be like, you you know, I don't know, like it's just like. It's really outdated. It's clearly from the 90s, yeah. you know, but like when I, when I, the whole thing's on YouTube and I was watching it like last semester, just like having such a nostalgia trip because I was like, wow, I was like, yeah. oh, this was my childhood, man. There was, if I can, one more. Yeah, go for it. Uh, there was another one. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched it. It was called Nana Puddin. Mm-mm. No. No? Why does that sound familiar? Maybe it was called about it. Nana Puddin and um, what this guy did was, uh, he was a puppet. You know, ventriloquist. Uh-huh. Let's go ventrilo- ventriloquist. And um, the show started in 1994 um, and went to, I think, 2004. And um, what it was was he used puppets to teach, uh, teach kids morals, good values, and things like that. Uh, we had one on VHS, and I remember me and my dad used to watch it all the time. It was called Nana Pudding. And uh, there was a song on there about choices and making good choices. And I still, me and my dad to this day, can sit together in the living room and just start singing the song together. And like I was saying, that's from like 15 years ago, you know? Yeah. And that's that's super cool to me that, you know, it's that old, but we can we can do that. We can laugh about it and joke about it. Yeah. And I've tried for years to find it online. Super hard to find online. This one, uh, this one tape I've been looking for, I can't find it. Um, but that that's another one for me. Nice. Nana Puddin. That's really cool. Do you have any like that, Seth? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think, and my family watches so many movies, and we watch so many of the same movies over and over again that it's hard for me to point out one where I'm like, we watch that one more than we watch the others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know why, but Drumline, which is a great movie oh, with yeah. Nick Cannon. My dad loves it. And so we watch that movie all the time. Another one is Fox and the Hound, which is oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. But it's also cartoon. one of my dad's. And I was going to say Brave Little Toaster. Oh, oh yeah. I loved the Brave yeah. Little Toaster. But the more I think about it, because I used to watch it at my grandma's all the time. But the more I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, we used to all sit around the TV and watch Brave Little Toaster. But it's more like... I sat around the TV and watched Brave Little Toaster, and everybody mm-hmm. else just did whatever behind me. Yeah. So. Brave Little Toaster. That AC unit scared me in Brave Little Toaster. Really? The one that, like, tried to break out of the yeah. wall or whatever. Yeah. He, he scared me more than anything else. Well, no, I think that scary clown scared me more than anything else. Do you remember that? When, like, somebody's having, like, some kind of nightmare, and then there's the scary clown that's like, run. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> like Run. And that's in yeah, a kid's run. movie. <laughs> Brave Little Sister is a good movie. It's a classic, and it you is. don't see it ever, you know? Yeah. It's one of those movies that's kind of like uh, Iron Giant yeah. that everybody knows about, and everybody's seen it, and they all love it, but... N- it's underrated. There's, there's yeah, like yeah. nothing ever shows it, you know? Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have for this episode. Thank you for joining us here at Geek Vomit. Uh, next week, we're actually going to have a guest on the show, our it's very me. first. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Farmer, yes. Farmer John. Farmer John Wick. Yeah, just, let, just let it die. <laughs> <laughs> but really, guys, thank you. This We really didn't intend for us to start a podcast, but we last week, it just kind of happened, and it's been great. We've, we've yeah. got a lot of great feedback. I feel like if, if really we don't gain many more listeners i'd still do this with you guys because it's fun like i love i love talking about this stuff yeah and our first night we actually had someone 
say they wanted to be on the show. And he will be here next uh, next week for the podcast. Really excited to have him on. We're going to have a great topic. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, so once again, thank you guys for listening. This is Ryan Ford. Seth Jackson. Marcus Hooper. And this was Geek Vomit. A, B, C, D. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs>